The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time. Jeez. For the unresearched opinions of two culturally insignificant dudes. Where are you heading on my bills? He is Matt. I am Dave. We are the Lofac Podcast. And so, well, what were you going to say before you tried to rudely interrupt me? Sorry. Nothing. Stop interrupting me while I'm trying to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Before we get started, we'd like to thank everyone for, uh, you know, checking us out. We've gotten a little bit of an uptick on our uh, viewage. What's up with that? Which, uh, you know, it makes us want to do more because we do this. I was going to think of something really cool to say, but really it's, we haven't, we haven't had the opportunity to sell out and uh, we haven't sold out. Uh, I don't know what selling out really means. But you want to be given the opportunity, right? Give it, given the, I don't, you know, I don't know, but, uh. Dude, we need some new tires for the bells. Well, you know. I think I should spend some money on some new tires for the bells. I don't know. They just look like shoelaces. That's brilliant. I'll just get some shoelaces. So anyway, um, I wanted to... You were, you were going on and on about the whole Anne Hache thing last time. Which hopefully the the listeners will have heard before they hear this because... And uh, I've been a little bit remiss. Or our editor's been a little bit remiss. And you looked week. at me like... A, like I was afraid of getting knocked off or something because I didn't say anything, and yeah, really it was because I didn't have anything to say. And after everything's kind of marinated for about a week, the only thing I can say about that is if 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 the um, if the if the theorists are true, the people that believe in that one possibility of Anne Hache getting knocked off with all those other people because they're they're very important people that are in high positions. What are they called now? Minor attracted people now? Minor attracted? That's what they're fucking called? <laughs> oh my goodness. Because, you know. Anyway, the only thing that I could, the only thing that came to my mind after thinking about all this is, my God. If this is all true, we are way dumber than I even, than I even thought could be possible. Well, how's that? You have to explain. Well, all these people that got knocked off because they threatened to blow the lid on, to you know, to, to, to shine the light on all the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, just like shining a torch on cockroaches. Right. You would think that after the first person that got knocked off saying that, that the other however many would be like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to telegraph. I'm just going to say it. And yet, nobody has. <laughs> They keep on saying, I'm going to tell you. It's like some kind of news teaser, right? You know, what, 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 what house, what poison is in, in every household product? Come back at 11 to find out. What the hell is that? Why don't you just tell me what it is now? You know, what evil is lurking behind everything? You know, find out, you know, you can come find out when I come on such and such a show and tell everybody. So you think it's like misinformation? The way that it's sold? I'm not, I'm not even saying that. Okay. So that's, that's, that's that side. And the side of all these people who are the best and the brightest, the folks that wield all the power because they are the best among us, the only thing that they can think of is, well, let's knock those people off. 
Well, it's a pretty good way to shut somebody up, isn't it? It's a pretty good way to get knocked off yourself. Yeah, but what if if you've got the power, then you're not worried about getting knocked off yourself, are you? You should be. Well, I, I think that they think they're above the law, like Nika. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, the you know... Are they are they playing just are they just playing a, a an elaborate game of Russian roulette? Like I don't know. I'm probably going to survive this, so I can just act any old way I want, and I'll always be this way. That's like thinking you're always going to be young. That's like thinking you're never going to die. That's, that's like, kind of how people are if they if they think that they're. I mean, there's plenty of people in power who think there's no that they can do and say whatever they like, and there's again, no consequences. Again, that's just that's just the the, the lobster in a pot theory going on which is true. But my point is, how stupid... Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. What is a lobster in a pot theory? If you throw a lobster in a boiling pot, it will try to jump out of the fog, right? The frog in the pot. Okay. If you throw something in a scalding hot pot or something, they're going to thrash and try to get out, right? Mm -hmm. But if you just put it in there and slowly turn up the heat, then it's going to be like, "Eh," and then it's going to be cooked. Right. And like I said before, that kind of happens in any city. You can get used to anything. Whether it be really good or really bad. So you think it's unlikely then? I don't think anything one way or the other. I'm just I'm just still floored by how gar- galactically stupid we must be. Because if there are people being knocked off, then everybody's just kind of not paying attention. Well, no. If that's if that's the way you handle things, then you are also part of the problem. And the only way that that problem gets fixed is with your disappearance. Now, if you're somebody, if you're some high-powered person thinking, oh, that's great because it's not going to happen to me. Like, well, let me tell you something, brother. It can and will happen to you. Or maybe it won't. I don't know. But that was the only thought I had about that. And that got me thinking to a lot of other things. You sure do a lot of thinking. Not really. I don't think about anything. My brain's like Homer's brain. Which is which would be nice. It's like uh, Was that just a view into your brain? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so another thing I was thinking about was uh this whole the whole uh what are they catching it as? Debt forgiveness for the student loans. Which I think is kinda weird and why aren't why aren't we making the universities pay for it then? It's fucking stupid. Well, it's it's a it's it's essentially a bribe, and subsidies are which isn't going to work. I don't know if it is or it isn't, but I just thought about subsidies, and I, I'm thinking that's that's kind of stupid too. You mean subsidizing education? Subsidies in general. So you take you, you take money from a pool, and then you decide how to give it back. Why don't you just let people keep it and spend it the way they want? Oh, Dave, then there wouldn't be like, then you wouldn't like, what about all the fucking hangers on and the people that are sucking on the teeth? Well, again, that will be out of fucking uh, out on the streets. No, well, maybe, maybe not. But it got me. But thinking. If you just give the money to people, then how can you have people siphoning it off and doing like fucking like bad things with it and misusing it? I mean, you, all that kind of goes out the window, doesn't it? I think it kind of should. Um you know, as the theory that's attributed to Milton Friedman, you know, if you use your money to buy things for yourself, you will try to get the best value. The, be- the, the You will try to get the thing that's the best for the amount of money that you're getting. Right. 
Um, if you use somebody else's money to get something for you, same deal. You know, you might not worry about how much money it is, but you're, you're still looking for really high quality. Right. Uh, same thing if you use your money to help somebody else out. There's, there's going to be, you're going to, you're going to kind of care about what, what the money is, how much money is going out. Right. But if you use somebody else's money to give something to somebody else. Then you do not give a fuck. Right. So there's that. And we've, we've talked a lot about, about this malaise, you know, this anger, this thing that's going on, everybody's unhappy and junk like that, right? Ad nauseum. And we've 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 kind of come across various theories about what we think it is, or have we? Uh, well, we've talked about <clears throat> keeping people separated and keeping people distracted, keeping people in their groups, but we've never really talked about. Well, I always like try to speculate on what the end goal might be for that, but we never we've never really talked about what it might be. I don't think that there's an end goal. You know, like the the goal of if if it is indeed a goal of keeping people angry. I think more likely than not, this is just kind of a this is just coming to light what being cunty turns into. <laughs> okay, I, lo- I love that expression, cunty. By the way, um, because as I've said before, it is it's really it's a pretty profitable endeavor to be unprincipled for the person or persons not having the principles and profit can be measured in all kinds of ways. It could be money. It could be status. It could be whatever. But if you live a principled life, principled being, you know, whatever you want to consider it, you know, lawful, whatever, as long as there are only a few people being cunty, it still kind of works for everybody as a whole. Right. And it works even better for the cunt. Right? If you're the only person cheating, then you seem to be doing great. But if a whole lot of people cheat, then it kind of breaks down. Yeah. Because there's not enough. Yeah. To go around. Well, not necessarily that. It's just everybody's kind of out. For, the, for himself, which I think is probably true. But if you, it, it made me think about, you know, living a principled life. And the more I thought about it, the more I think about it, the more I think that living a principled life does not necessarily equal lots of profit for you as an individual. Living a principled life. Yeah. Because then you're not, not going to like sit there and cheat everybody. I would hope that you wouldn't. <clears throat> no, you wouldn't. But there are people that do, and you get away with it an awful lot. Well, I guess that's the thing, right? I mean, if you see your neighbor just getting ahead. But again, you can't. But again, what is getting ahead? There's, 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 there's that thing. And I'm just like, okay, so what does it mean to be principled, and how is that good or a good? Or you probably sleep better at night. If you've been taught in that way, if you're taught to be a thief. Why you sleep just as sound? Well, uh, the I was reading parts of that book 
um, called uh, Empire of the Sun of the Moon or of the August Moon or it's basically a, a story about the Comanches. Okay. Uh, in the uh, 19th century and how basically if the United States hadn't really broken the back of the Comanches mm-hmm. or the settlers hadn't broken the back of the Comanches, then there would have been no westward expansion. It pretty much stopped at Texas for the longest time because... Of the Comanches? Yes. And the thing that got me was when they go out on those raiding parties, they basically killed everybody. The Comanche did? Yeah. Over the age of like nine or ten. If you were a warrior, if you were a soldier or a male, Mm -hmm. you'd get tortured and killed. Uh, If you were a woman, pretty much the same. Mm Mm-hmm. You get killed off or be a slave or whatever. And the thought of like that, that's why they never really surrendered because they knew they just, they die in a horrific way. But they also took great pleasure, it seemed like, in torturing and killing others. The Comanche. Yeah. Hmm. So when you say when you say living a you know that to them that's a principle and they 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 they're just fine with it and I'm just I'm just going well why but I'm I'm going off on a weird tangent here but but I but like like I was saying about about a, a principled life I mean to live a life by principles or if you're a country to to live by laws to have a society built on laws and stick to that that's kind of tough but it's something that you should aspire to why. Because that's, I mean, that's kind of like how society works. I don't disagree with you. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, but I'm saying because because <clears throat> that's how you build a build a build a good society. Right. You, where you, that's where you build a society where people can kind of know what's going on, know what to expect, and you know, hopefully live prosperously. Prosperously in a sense. But like I said, if everybody else just kind of cheats or if everybody else lives by those principles or those laws and you don't, you can get a lot of stuff. And that's kind of you, you look at you look at various societies and you see that the people at the top are basically doing a lot of the dastardly stuff and trying to hold on to it and keep it. And, you know, I'm just like, OK, but because because uh, uh, what was it? Um one of the one of the great things bandied about is no one is above the law, uh-huh. but that's just like the people talking about fairness. You know, no one's above the law except for me, and whatever I want. You know, people looking for fair, like oh, this got to be fair. It's got to be fair. Well, why is it fair that you get to do whatever you like, but everybody else has to um, has to toe the law? Well, that's kind of what people are starting to notice, right? I think people are starting to notice that. What what life looks like when nobody? Well, it's not that's not good. That's where we're going. That's where we're headed. That's what kind of like California is right now. I think that's the way the United States is right now. And so I, I like I said, I've been thinking about living living the principled life. Li- you know, not cheating, not not taking advantage unnecessarily. Which are all good things. That's why I, I mean I. I don't know why people wouldn't like aspire to that. Well, I think because on the one hand, we are so galactically stupid that people in the back of their minds, the, the, the very successful, they know they really didn't do anything 
to deserve what they got. I mean, that's a, that's a sinking feeling for everybody in a successful position because they know they're not always going to be on top. And if they're honest with themselves, they know that they didn't work any harder than anybody else. Everybody works hard. But those people think they do, though. No, those people want you to think that they do. No, I think they, some of them honestly think they do. Then, then you're lying to yourself. Yeah. You know, this, this, this whole thing of, of the, the uber rich or the uber wealthy, the uber popular, like they worked really hard and they did all this stuff. And I'm not saying they didn't. Well, yeah, but then the next thing is like, oh, I did it on my own, by my own devices. And that's. But this, this whole idea, this whole idea that you work so hard and so much better than the next guy, you've got to, it's, it's hard to articulate what's in my head, but you know, kind of humor me. I may be smarter than most other people. I don't, I didn't work any harder than anybody else. I don't know. You worked pretty hard when you came out of college. A lot of people do. People want to. People want. People want a fair shake. Why do we? Why do we care so much about justice? Because we want to believe that if you put in a whole lot, you're going to get out as much as you put in. And in certain and in certain endeavors, that is true. Yeah, we talked about that before, like rice making. Well, like, yeah, like fry, rice. rice farmers. Yeah, yeah. But to say, to say, and I'll use, I'll use some, some, some very famous people as examples, to say that Elon Musk or Donald Trump or Mitch McConnell or, or you know, anybody or, or Jennifer Lopez or whatever, that these people have something so much in terms of their work ethic or their, their ingenuity or whatnot, that they are so much better than me, than the guy that I see, um, collecting the trash Mm -hmm. in my, in my tiny little, little, little condo complex. No, you don't. Have you been more fortunate? Oh yes. Do you deserve it? I don't know. And I don't care. Oh, you don't care? No. Cause, cause truth be told, every one of us has had blessings that we don't deserve. That's true. But to sit there and think that because of, you know, cause, cause that, that's why I have such a problem with, uh, with the whole instant justice. Yes. Oh, like the videos you mean? Yeah. Well, not even just that. This is just that thought. Do I, do I want that to happen sometimes? Like I see somebody driving crazy and going, Oh my God, that person needs to just like, you know, get some comeuppance or whatever. Uh-huh. That's natural. It is natural. But the thought that I have after that is like, well, wait a second. If I do want that, if I'm so into justice, shouldn't I want that to happen uniformly everywhere? Oh, no. Exactly. Well, not to me. Right. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. And that therein lies the conundrum, the dilemma. But, but if you are, if you're a law-abiding citizen living uh, in a society where fucking law-abiding has gone out the window, then I don't know. I kind of feel like you're you're entitled to have that view about all the fucking idiots running around that, that there should be some kind of justice that gets meted out on all these people. And that's my point about the principled life. If, 
if we as a society don't enforce certain principles across the board, yeah, then the only thing that's going to happen is that people just kind of decide, you know what, I don't need to live that principled life. And the scariest thing is a person without internal breaks. See, I, I've been wanting to talk about homelessness, the homelessness issue for a while, and it's a perfect example. Because basically in LA, the homeless have just kind of taken over, right? And they don't give a shit because, you know, they don't have a house. They don't have, they don't have like belongings. I, I think probably they're scared of maybe being arrested. No. Um, but, but in general, they just do not give a fuck. And, you know, they come into my neighborhood ranting, raving, committing crime, making a mess, not abiding, abiding by the rules. And everybody, at least in this neighborhood, just kind of, as far as I can tell, they just kind of put up with it. They, they let it happen. And I'm like, I'm like, why are you letting somebody come into your neighborhood and, and behave like this? Right. I go, I mean, I, I go out there and I'm like, don't, don't fucking hang around here. Don't be staying here. Like move along. Like the fuck are you doing? It don't might stay be, here. It might be a misplaced sense of compassion because those people are unfortunate. Their situation is. Yeah, but they don't, they don't. But again, they're not the problem. Well, here's my question. Okay. No, no, no. Finish your thought. Then I'll, then I'll ask my next question. They're not the problem. The problem are the people that take advantage of that for their own profit, whatever that profit is. Yeah, because everybody keeps saying, we've got this homelessness issue, we've got this problem, we, you know, we need to do something, we need to do something, right? And then they talk about fucking building houses and... Which probably won't do much. Having more programs and... I mean, I think mental the mental mental health supports probably would be something good and I know that that got, kind of got taken away. Well, I see I see the funny thing about the let's do something. The people that are suggesting things to do always seem to be profiting somehow for with those things to do. Well, nothing happens. That's the thing because I'm like Well, I'm like, no, no, no. You don't think anything happens, but I'm pretty sure that the people profiting off of it are getting more profit. Right, and these people probably aren't in their neighborhoods, right? Probably not. The encampments, I mean. Probably not. Because I have you have you seen the the drone footage down in Playa del Rey? No. Because you know you, you know where Playa del Rey is, and on the other side there's the you know the wetlands. Mm -hmm. It's just fucking miles upon miles upon miles of homeless encampment, like fucking RVs, tents, like it's dude, it's a there has to be thousands of people down there, and they're just fucking there, and I'm like, why is the city letting it go on? Because there are a lot of people profiting off that. And it's still under the fucking freeway path. One, one, uh, one, one theory is that it's, it's the developers, local developers who get in with local city council folks saying you need to vote this stuff in so that we can build housing to put those people in. Win-win, right? I, Mr. Developer, get lots of money to build all this stuff. But how much people that don't... They don't want rules that like if you build them houses and put them in those houses, then they're going to have to abide by potentially like people overseeing them and saying, well, you can't do this. You have to do that. And again, that could be true. Right. I mean, all the stuff that they say about homeless folks could be true. A lot of them are 
mentally ill. They have they have like addiction problems. Ton of them. Ton of them. And so Very high percentage. So you know, is there something we can do to fix that? Probably. Mm-hmm. Is there something that we can do to do to fix that that doesn't profit us? Probably. But like, do what, we want to do that? I think that there are a lot of people that do. But when was the decision made? Because I find this very curious, and maybe it's maybe it's just like a conspiracy theory on my part. But and we've talked a little bit about this. I can't remember if we talked about it in the podcast or not. But under when when Barack Obama was president, LA did not have this massive homelessness issue. And then once he went out of office. It's like this shit just multiplied. I don't know if they started bussing people in and then stopped stopped enforcing or moving them on, but it like it multiplied after that and it it's just gotten worse every year. Which is why I think that every it's, city it's one in of those, LA, every city those, in Orange County, LA County, every fucking city. This is why I say that there's some kind of profit motivation to it. And I don't mean strictly monetary profit. But yes, I agree with you. It seems kind of suspect that that when, when the, the favored establishment of, you know, bureaucrats and mm-hmm. whatever, when they don't, when they are not, the well, actually bureaucrats are always in power, so I don't know why. Well, they, I just remember, because I was working at the library at one point, and I remember we got a new head of the library, she came down from Northern California or whatever, and all... All she ever seemed to think care about was catering to the homeless that came into the library, right? And it became it became a problem like really, really fast to the point where people wouldn't bring their children to the library anymore and the library stank and they had huge issues. And and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But my point is it's like, why are you gonna be catering to the homeless? They're not at the fucking library. They're not, that's my point. Sure they are. They're letting them come in and like set up shop in the study areas and bring their fucking luggage in and, you know, soil the bathrooms and just kind of generally like mess up the place. Do you think that's for them? For what? Do you think you think letting letting folks do that is for those folks? Well, I don't know. I don't think it's for them. I think it's for us. How is that for us? If I want to go go to the library, I'm, I'm like, I don't even want to go there anymore. My point exactly, right? You don't want to do all this shit. We need to fix this problem. Well, only, well, the only way to fix this is for us to do these other things. And, you know, we all need to tighten our belts and do all this stuff so that we can address this issue. And, and you know, you hit, you hit people's, you hit people's compassionate side. You hit people's like, oh, yeah, something needs to get done. Oh, you're the one to do it? Fine, do it. Fix this problem for me. Like I'm saying. Like we need to spend more money. Whatever it is that they want. Yeah. They're using that as the excuse. And, you know, here, let me fix this problem for you. Hey, how about you fi- how about you let me fix my problems? Yeah. And when I was a when I was a much younger person, I remember listening to someone talking about this, like, oh, let me fail, let me fix my problems, blah, blah, blah. Stop this, stop that. I was thinking, you're an idiot. You only think that because you've got shit going well for yourself. But I've, I've gotten older. This is like 20 plus years ago that I had that thought, you know, mm-hmm. when I was a, when I was a young college grad, I was about as left as you can be. Oh, you were? Yeah. I still kind of am. I figured you were never really very left. I was, I was. I'm trying to figure out out of the two of us, which is more left leaning. I was pretty left leaning 
only because I had no idea of what people were really like. <laughs> yeah. Because I had this idea of myself. And it could have been true. I've never really been motivated by prestige or money. Oh, you haven't? No, still not. Huh. You know, the whole idea of having loads of money, having all this stuff. The only reason that I can honestly say that I want all those things is so that everyone else can say, hey, that guy's got his shit together. And as I think about it in my middle age, really, that's not really a good enough reason to want those things. I think I kind of want prestige. I, I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't or you don't. I'm just saying for me. Yeah. You know, that's like that's like the whole idea. Uh, I remember recently, uh, recently being like maybe within the last month, I was listening to a podcast and it was that guy, uh, Tim Pool. Uh-huh. Who's, you know, he's 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 a pretty entertaining guy. Uh, I don't like him all that much, but that's okay, right? And he's done very well for himself. He's got, you know, he's got he's got people paying for various channels. He's doing stuff. He's you know, he's 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 uh he seems to be be starting up his own little media empire, which is good for him, right? Yep. And the thing what the thing that was being shown was that there was like a either it was a poll or some statistic that people were having a lot less sex. Right. You know, younger people even having a lot less sex. And I, I, when he was going through that, I, I was just like, I don't think sex is the point. Because if you're just having sex. Now, this isn't something he focused on, right? No, no, no. Because, yeah. because you know, he's, he, he, he claims to also be like a left to center guy on, on some things too. Right. And he definitely is. Yeah, I don't think you can paint people with one brush. Uh, but it got me thinking about sex and how everybody's like, oh, sex, 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 sex. Right? Mm-hmm. Well... You're kind of missing the mark if that's all you're thinking about. There's a purpose to sex. That's to have kids. So if you're going around trying to have all the sex you can without having any kids, then really all you're doing is masturbating into somebody else's body. And from personal experience, it's a lot less hassle just to do it yourself. <laughs> oh. Now, you know, on the flip side, there's Elon Musk, who has like a flotilla of children. Which I did not know. With several different women. Which I did not know. And a lot of times he's basically using in vitro or surrogates for these children. And I'm like, that... Which I also did not know. I've never seen a picture of Elon Musk with children, with his children. He's got, he's got, I think he's got like 10 or something. Like all living with them? I don't think so. I mean, they're by different women. That's like Clint Eastwood and all his kids. Eddie Murphy's got like a flotilla of children too. Wow. And, but these, these people all basically have harems and I'm just sitting there going, is that the way to go? What is that like having a life like that? I don't think it's very fulfilling. That's going to be weird. And that, that is, that is my point. You know, does a fulfilling life, is that what people actually say it is? Like what we're told. And I really want to stop using the word like. Like, why? Like, I don't know. Like, like using like is cool. Well, I've, I'm surrounded, like, by people that use like, and I just sound like a... Yeah, but... California person. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, <clears throat> it's pretty annoying. I mean, there was that, even, even that show that was around for the 80s. It's like, you know, they tried to be like Seinfeld, but not, but, you know. And they said like a lot? 
No, the title of the show was, it's like, you know, it was Jennifer Grey post nose job, which kind of really, really ruined everything. Yeah, I don't know why she did that. I mean, she's prettier, but. I preferred it with her regular nose. Me too. So, yeah, so this, this whole, the whole idea of fulfillment, I think, I think we really do need to, each and every one of us kind of examine it. Because a lot of us are kind of going about doing things and we don't know why. Well, that leads me to think about whether you have to have like a plan and because people talk about, you know, the purpose driven life and all that. And I'm always like, there's like again. I'm not saying you don't have to do it. I'm just, no, I've noticed myself when I do it, it just sounds, I sound like a moron Um, or more than. More we all, usual. we all look, we all have a purpose driven um, life and that's, do to, we though? Like, yeah, to get to the next day. But it shouldn't, shouldn't you have like the, the people that say the people that achieve things, they always say it's someone who has a plan. It's someone that like gets up every day and is like motivated to like set this goal setting and you know, they got their, they got their short term goals. They got their long term goals and. That's you know that's what their life is revolves around. I think that is helpful. Is achieving to, those things. I think that's helpful to structure your day. Yeah. To to give yourself to give yourself purpose, of course. But if you're trying to give yourself purpose in order to meet some kind of goal, mm-hmm. whether that goal being I want to be the president of the United States, or I want to be a billionaire, or I want to be a list talent, or I want to be superstar singer, right? Whatever. The purposeful part of this is what this is this is what I'm trying to get to. The goal I think is really unimportant. In fact, that goal really isn't up to you, in my opinion. I knew you were going to say this. I'm well. You should. You've known me for better part of two decades. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ugh. But Just if <laughs> if you sit there, hey, same same reaction on my part. Times ten. <laughs> But my whole point is, if you sit there, if you sit there and think that, okay, I'm going to do all these things to get this thing, there are chances are you're not going to get it anyway. So what are you going to do then? Is your, is your life now wasted? If you didn't, if you don't become a billionaire or A-list talent or whatever, is your life wasted? No. But the funny thing is, is that a lot of people that when that's their goal and they don't achieve it, they, you know. They're not very happy. Well, you can be... Okay, to me, that's just disappointment. Being disappointed in stuff is okay because that's just part of life. But maybe they shouldn't have had that stupid goal in the first place. I don't know if that goal is stupid. Well, let's just say, like, not everybody can... Like, it's a very... It's a... A-list talent is a pretty small pool. Yeah, and... It's like like trying to play, like, pro football. Again... You know, yeah. it's like a tiny fucking number. Yes. And are those people really that much better than everybody else that tried? No, they're not. Right. So as people, we all have the same worth. The biggest cheat, the the worst philanderer, the biggest liar, most upstanding and honest person on earth have the same worth. Do they though? Yes. I don't know about that. If you want to start, well, if you start trying to put someone on a hierarchy about what their about what their worth is, mm. number one, we're all going to try to cheat because now now your life is at stake. Yeah. Well, what do you mean though? What do you mean? What, 
What do you mean, what do I mean? Your life is at stake. Okay, so let's say that a senator is worth more than a garbage man. Well, okay, what does that mean? We can just throw away garbage men? No. You know, is a general more important than his soldiers? No, because there's 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 only a few of the generals, and without the soldiers, the general's just, just some dude on a horse. So what about the guy that, as you say, what about the guy that is leading the principle-driven life? And, like, positive principles, good principles, principles of trying to uplift those around him, principles of, you know, doing good. Thankfully, the pressure's off because we don't need that many of those guys. Mm. But but in your view, is that, is that, that is, is that guy worth more than somebody who's just all always out to cheat? We're all shit, though. Yeah, but like, see, I would I would say that like in my in my mind, that guy has more worth than the guy that's sitting there just like mugging old ladies. Okay, so what, what do we do with that guy mugging old ladies, or that girl mugging old ladies? What, I don't know. What Lock do we do with up? that? Lock him up where? In a prison. How many times do you do you have to do that? See now, see see what see what I'm talking about when you get to the details. Okay, lock him up so that that person is just worthless. I mean, he he can redeem himself. Then he's not worthless. And then again, who 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 gets to decide who can be redeemed and who can't be? Not me. Again, who really you don't want you don't want that control. So you want somebody, you want someone that dislikes you to decide whether or not you're a piece of oh, shit. Oh, hell no. Right. See, that's, that's my, that's my point. And that, I think that's the point of a lot of, uh, religions too. When you get to the down and dirty of it, we're not, we're not good enough to do that in an objective or a fair manner. Yeah, that's true. But most people think they are. Then they really need to kind of open their eyes and start living and start acting, living, whatever, start realizing or use the brains that God gave a turnip. And no, that's not true. There's not a single person anywhere who can sit there and say, if given ultimate power, I could use it for the good of everybody. Yeah. I mean, if you might start out that way, though, never. It only it's only in there in your brain. You know, one of our favorite, well, one of my favorite TV shows, you know, the whole uh, Blue Bloods, shout out to Tom. <laughs> I want to meet your daughter. Um, you know, one of the one of the themes that the writers like to, to put in there is 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 like uh, uh, we're we like to be we, we we would like to be judged by our own good intentions. Uh huh. But, you know, we would like to be judged by our good intentions, but we are, in fact, judged by our last worst act. Yeah. And I'm like, that's. That's some kind of weird bullshit to me because I'm like, that's stupid. That's like a feel-good philosophy of life. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, like, eh. But it's kind of true, which is why I want to kind of get away with, away from the feel-good philosophy of life to be like, you know, a principled life, whatever those are. Well, they have to be... They don't See, have... now I'm like, they got to be the right principles. They, they don't have to be you anything. You the example of the... Comanches like torturing and killing people. It worked for them, but then they got wiped out. But is that a good principle, though? It worked for them, and there they thought so. Yeah. And I don't even know if it was a principle. They were just. Well, are you talking about morals, though? Are you, are you talking about principles grounded in in some kind of a moral? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I haven't thought about it that far. Wow. But what I'm saying is, is if you if you live by principles, i.e., principles, i.e., laws. Things are going to be 
things are going to be pretty good for a lot of folks. Yeah. And like I told you, you know, if you read constitutions and laws of any country, any any regime, they will read pretty good. They're pretty freaking spectacular. I remember reading a translated version of the Chinese const- of the of the Chinese communist um, constitution. I was like, "Wow, that's great." Sounds like utopia, but you got to live by those principles. Well, there's the rub, and that's the that's the whole point of of the country right now. People are trying not to live by principles. The principles they're trying to live by are: I have my, you know, you live by the principles. I want to do whatever I want. And that's, uh, that's a no-go. And I, I, I don't want to sound like the folks that sit there and say, you know, there needs to be more personal responsibility. Well, that's, does. that starts with yourself. That's, well, that, isn't it in the fucking, those two words, personal responsibility? Again, isn't that's that what it means. It does, but if you look at it, no one holds themselves to that standard. Well, I, I guess I, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna do a backtrack on the blue bloods thing, which is probably what they're saying. You have to hold yourself up to the standard, and if you think you are holding yourself up to the standard, chances are you're not. From my just empirical yeah observations, yeah, I, that's the worst kind of thing. I really wanted us to be all happy and funny and stuff, and well, sometimes we are. I think I think it's I don't know maybe maybe we don't prepare enough but anyway if you've made it this far Congrat- we thank you congratulations you get a and now and now for the for the shameless plugs like subscribe send share like I said we've been we've we've had a, a decent little uptick and it's 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 actually made us want to do more it has because that's all we get <laughs> <laughs> just tell your friends about us. Because that's enough, right? I don't know. And then your friends will tell their friends and they'll tell their friends. And What if everybody tells each other that we're crap? We're not crap, Dave. Well, even if we are, you should like crap. Crap is actually good for you. Crap makes the grass grow. <laughs>